Well, buenos dias, Marys. Buenos dias, bienvenidos. Ay, yeah. yes, sí. Uh, so Maybe buenos noches. I don't know when you listen. I'm but... muy excited. <laughs> yeah, I am, yeah, I am too. I, and uh, I like pizza, to quote Selena, which is all to say that we are... Uh, heading over to Spain once again to cover Drag Race España season two. Si, dos. Season dos. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm in a muzzy ad right now. They're you clearly American. You hear that? Those kids are clearly American. <laughs> They're clearly American. <laughs> Marys, this is a call to any of you out there that... Uh, understand some of the references that maybe we don't get and that we ask for help for on this episode, you can let us know by uh, giving us a follow at All Right Mary Pod and DMing us there or emailing us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, what I love about doing these franchise epi uh, episode seasons um, is learning about gay culture all across the world. And that also includes like just like the little things like, I don't know. Um, oh, the, the Freddie Mercury Barcelona song. Right. And like knowing who that diva is that Sharon was like learning who that was, was so exciting for me. So if there's anything that, uh, you know, we might've missed in a turn of phrase, uh, feel free to reach out. Uh, and also just a little heads up before we dive in. We are going to be doing this entire season on Patreon. So this first episode is uh, for all our Free Skate Marys because, you know, we want you to have a sense of what you're getting into. And if you want to stick around with us for the rest of the season, you can join us at the Sister Marys $5 level uh, at patreon.com slash allrightmary. But if you're there and you want to join us at the Only Marys level, at uh, the $10 level, you would also get... What has currently been our blockbuster Mary's Choice season of requests from our Marys that have included Next Top Model, uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, a little bit of Project Runway, a little bit of Center Stage coming up. So uh, that's <laughs> patreon.com slash all right, Mary. Ugh. We're about to record that episode. Double next, pirouette. <laughs> and there is so much that has not been discussed about about center stage that's going to be discussed this afternoon. So uh, it's, yeah, this is the moment. All right, Mary, let's jump in. Let's go to the workroom in season two. We get a whole crop of girls. We get more queens this season, uh, which yes. I'm, you know, why not? You know, the last season I felt was so successful. I think what this season will go up against is kind of the sophomore slump and you know seeing if it really kind of compares to the lightning in the bottle that happened season one there were just some really great moments some really great queens uh and we also fell in love with meeting these judges for the first time well and i am just going to also say on the on the flip side it could also be instead of a sophomore slump it could be like a significant step up because I think that's been the trend. Uh, Drag Race season one to season two, UK season one to season two, uh, Canada, uh, Canada season one to season two, Thailand. I think each wait, franchise... I was kidding about Canada. <laughs> oh well, Mary, some of the steps are bigger than others, you know, um, and some of them go in all kinds of directions. You know, it's like it's like an Escher drawing, and so I think that. 
this could be like a Drag Race UK season two where it's like great first season. Holy crap. Second season. You okay. Know? Sure. Yeah. Uh, there, there's certainly a, a Queens from all over, which I really appreciate uh, on this season. Yeah, there is. Uh, I feel like in a sort of like they call it out that oh wow, there's all sorts of different types of drag in the room, but it also feels like um, they're not sensationalizing it. Like, look, we're including different uh-huh. drag this season. Yeah. It doesn't have that thing, you know what right, I mean? Right. Like, shocker, one of these queens has a girlfriend, and it, they no one talked about it until now. You know what I mean? The door's <laughs> scaredy cat has opened. Yeah, right? Yeah. The door that Maddie propped open for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think in terms of the types of drag that are represented in this season, it excites me when you look at the whole cast, like on the runway, for instance, or in the workroom all together. Uh, it does kind of feel like I'm watching, an, uh, I don't know, a version of a chorus line. There's all different types of little stories, and I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that this workroom has is dress forms that come alive and canoodle when no one's looking. And I meant to look this up, and then I thought, let me just toss it out to the Marys, because there's always someone out there who knows what I'm talking about. But what that made me think of, and maybe you know even. I miss this. Me... Hold on. I miss this. Oh, the dress so forms the very... come alive? In the very beginning, the very opening of the episode, they sh- it, it's this like stop motion of the dress forms, you know, dancing towards each other. And then it even has a little sound effect of them like kissing. And it's like, mur, 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 mur. it's very, it's very like beaker. Oh, um, I miss this totally. Yeah, okay. This, this is Pee Wee yeah. Herman. This is very. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. Okay. It was this weird like moment. It was this conky moment. And <laughs> um, what it made me think of is there's this book that was like a young adult novel from like the 70s and i feel like it's and i could have looked it up but it's like these two kids who like sneak into the mall at night and like the mannequins come alive and the cover has this very like 70s palette kind of cover of these like two kids in a spooky department store at night and i don't remember what it's called and i don't remember who wrote it but if you do i would love for you to send us a message on all right mary pod and um clarify because uh you know someone out there knows what i'm talking about that sounds so familiar mary you, I, right it feels right? like I, it wasn't like a christopher pike or vc andrews book no. but it's kind of like that it's kind of i don't know um poppy uh in the sense that it's like yes. pop right um oh man what is that and it wasn't a movie i know right? it was, like, was it a movie it wasn't a movie it okay. was a I'm going to do a quick Haunted Mall 70s book. And if that doesn't bring it up, then I think the Marys are going to have to tell us. But I, I'll i figure it out all, you know, off the mic and we'll clarify this for ourselves. But um, that's just what came to mind. Well, you know? speaking of uh, a Haunted Mall, I feel like when Samantha Ballantyne's came in, first of all, shout out to Samantha Ballantyne's name. Uh, when she came in, it was very kind of like spooky mom at the mall type of drag. Like, do you think it's like around Halloween and like mom's getting in the in the mood? Is it mom at a hot, hot topic? Yeah, she's a cool mom. So she's like she's really cool young. Mom. You know, she like she had kids young and uh, she is, is super hip and wants to be friends with her kids. She probably, you know, gives her kids a little bit of alcohol like in Mean Girls. Well, not like in Mean Girls unless it's, you know, when she's in the house. Um, 
uh, that's kind of what I was getting. I was getting like a really cool mom who was raising a 12 year old. Yeah. I wonder if she has a Camaro. Okay. You know, yeah. I think she might. I'm just saying, I think she might. Uh, but yeah, she's a little firecracker with big tits. So it's a great start. Mm. Um, and I she- like that. Go ahead. I was just saying, I like that she describes her drag. And I know this is like nothing revolutionary to describe drag as pure and simple exaggeration. But I like that very like refined definition of drag. It's just exaggeration. So, mm, yeah, she feels very nuance. much like a, a main character and and she's first. So I know that I'm biased. But even though she was in the bottom this week, like, I don't think that that means anything. I think that she's going to be like a poopy poison type of long-term runner here i got big poopy vibes yeah absolutely oh, yeah God. she was g- giving me poops yeah so then we get uh onyx who comes in i feel like this is like the origin story of the diva in the fifth element oh i yes i wrote fifth element alien i also wrote knuckles mom from sonic the hedgehog Oh, I I mean, I, I don't know that specifically, but I can see the Sonic the Hedgehog quality. Mm, Absolutely. Knuckles yeah. is the red one. Knuckles is going to be featured in the sequel movie. Uh, Knuckles came in the third Sonic the Hedgehog, I believe. Okay. See, I was a Nintendo kid, so like Sega games always felt like the Pepsi where I was a Coke house. You so, know what I mean? yeah, I get that. And Mary, people had both. Like you could do both. Well, that must have been nice. That must have been nice. I had two older sisters who, you know, had friends that were boys and whatnot. The Nintendo was in the basement. The Sega was in my room. That's all I have to say. Wow. Put that on a pillow. Not even a tote bag. Put that on a pillow. The Nintendo was in the basement and the Sega was in my room. (laughs) Oh, man. For an Only Mary's episode, I have uh, a long story about my relationship with our Nintendo 64 because, uh, you know, we went from Nintendo to Super Nintendo, and then we got the Nintendo 64. And, man, I, it, there was a reason it was in the basement, Mary. That's all I want to say. There's a reason it was in the basement. Oh, because you could, were there dirty things you could do with it? No, it was because okay. I, was, I, I couldn't stop playing it. Oh, I see. I see. Well, you know, and I feel like the Nintendo 64 was kind of like if you had had a Super Nintendo before this, it's like if speaking of basements, it's like if you had an unfinished basement before, but a playroom and then your parents like had it finished. Uh-huh. That's what a Nintendo 64 was. Oh, it's a finished basement. Finished basement. Yes. It's such a step up in my mind because oh, um, yeah. I grew up with an unfinished basement. So shout out to all of the kids who played under the pipes, you know? Oh my God. Uh, well, I, I appreciated when Samantha Samantha and Onyx. Uh, first of all, Onyx, wow. I love this look. We haven't even like yes. talked about it. Like, uh, she comes in and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. It was that type of moment. And I I don't know if Spain is going to reward this type of queen in the long run. Um, or if, you know, they're gonna find some like you have to be funnier type of reason to send her home kind of thing um because she is definitely uh, for me like one of the most interesting artists this season uh and and i appreciated her titty time with samantha i mean the way they react i mean she obviously she won this week but the way they reacted to that second look it was like we shall see as the as the competition goes on with different challenges but like they were definitely living for the like, oh, you made me feel something yeah. kind of moment. Mm-hmm. So I like that where it's like, I don't always have to laugh. You know, that's the interesting thing. When it's not RuPaul, 
the objective is not always make me fucking laugh. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, and uh, I mean, I don't know if there's if there's a comedy challenge or you know snatch game, right? Like Onyx is gonna have to figure it out. Um, we shall see. So we'll we see. shall see. We'll see. Um, so, oh, that just makes me think of well, wasn't uh, Hugatio? Wasn't she like? Um, Mona Lisa or something, and she just looked like a this girl who played field hockey. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> oh God! I'm thinking of someone I grew up with. So this isn't about field hockey. There's somebody who she's reminding me of who probably didn't even play field hockey. But I, this is an inside joke with myself, Marys. So anyway, <laughs> uh, then we get uh, Vanita Von Dush. Uh, it's Von Dash Dash, uh, but I like to think that it's Dush. Cause that's yeah, von douche. Who spelled yeah. it douche? Oh, Alexis Mateo. Douche. <laughs> yeah. Dush. So is it Venedita? Venedita? Venedita. Yeah. Because my autocorrect keeps wanting to call her benefits, so mm. I may call her benefits von douche this season. <laughs> uh, uh, Venetia Ven- Venedetta. Uh, I don't know. Vivi. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Vvd. Yeah. Vvd. Uh, mm. But she does come in the zebra with a cowbell and um, to quote, uh, I don't remember who said this, but somebody once said, come on, chin strap. Yep. I think it was Trixie said that. Yes. Trixie said that about uh, Pearl. Pearl. Yeah. Come on, chin but strap. Sh- chin strap. Uh, but yeah, there's a there's a, a lovely chin strap on Benefits Von Douche. And I I love it. I feel like it. She says, like, it's not meant to be this, like, oh, there's a bearded queen. It's just, like, another accessory. Mm. And I was like, yeah, bitch, I see that. Yeah, it holds her hair in place, you know? Right. It's kind of like having a, a headband, but around your chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like that reading of it. You know, interesting that Venerita Benefits came in after yeah. Onyx. Out of drag, throughout, even the second time I watched this episode, I still got them confused. Yes, there is. Yes, I know. I there was a little of that even with like uh, Marisa and uh, and Estrella, Estrella. Oh boy, am I gonna fuck that name up all season? Um, I'll just call her Stella, probably. Stella, but mm. Stella, because she's a Stella kind of girl. But we'll get to her. Oh my God, Stella! Sorry, it's my Atlanta. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Marys, I'm sorry. I oh, yeah. Come on. I hear my you. my Atlanta impression is amazing. <laughs> In the bracket of Alanis versus Cher, which do you feel is your stronger? Com- who who would you bring to the mat first against, say, my impeccable Cher? You know. Oh man, both would beat your Cher, but uh... I mean, it depends. Depends. <laughs> Yours on the is competition. funnier. Yours is funnier than both of mine, but I feel like, I feel like I've I can tap into the nuances of Alanis. Uh, when she sings, but not when she talks. Whereas Cher, I can do talking and then do some of the singing. So that's why I would probably bring the Cher more. Yeah, I think I just have to, I think I've discovered that I just have to be Marcel the Shaw with shoes on. It's the only character I can do the longest and the most succinct, you know, correctly, because that's the only voice I can really do. Okay, Mary, I love this for you. I love this journey for you. Uh, yeah. uh, what were we talking about? Oh, that they kind of look the same out of drag. And then you were like, oh, yes. uh, Estella. <laughs> and then here we are. And you like yeah. to reel it in and then spit it out. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, on that note of, of uh, benefits, fun douche out of drag mm. and the chin strap, I think that we, I can, who were we talking about? Who, someone who looked like a short order cook. Cause I'm, 
I'm feeling like we need to start making that. We have cafeteria, like lunch ladies of Drag Race, but there's also short order cooks of Drag Race. I don't know. There's somebody. And do you see that about benefits that there's like a short order cook energy? No. It's the backwards hat. It's just, there's just kind of a like, I just put a little like Wait, cigarette in the corner. Benefits of his mouth. had benefits had a backwards hat on? I think maybe the next day in the work group. But yes, oh, benefits definitely okay. had a backwards hat okay. on. Uh, well, um, speaking of queens out of drag that look like other queens out of drag. Ah, uh, yes. Drag Sethlas, and I know I'm not saying that correctly, uh, looks like Farida Kant. Right? I feel like out there's of drag. a real... Yeah. Yes, out of drag. And I was really jonesing for Farida out of drag last season. Ugh. So I'm, I was getting... I, I think I have another... I think I have another crush this season. But mm. drag Sethlas is... Uh, Sethless, S E T H L E S S. You know, I, I can only leave Seth- off the last S for savings. <laughs> Go on, leave me Sethless. Sethless Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm clutching my hair like Alexis Michelle right now. <laughs> don't, don't Seth less, <laughs> Seth more. Seth more. We're gonna need you to Seth more. You've been Seth Sething Moss. less all yeah, season. Seth Moss. Yeah. Seth yes. Moss. <laughs> Seth Moss. Yeah. Seth Manos. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> oh man. All right. So drag Seth less. Uh, yeah. Is uh, is the first name just drag? Like, is it like I don't? Uh, is it a is, Spanish yeah. thing? Do you go, hey, drag, hey, yeah, drag. Yeah, right. Like, is hey, it hey, say. drag? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think, you know, I don't remember what they called uh, Volcana last season because she didn't last <laughs> terribly long. But this is Drag Volcana's daughter. Oh, also from right. the Canary Islands. Yes. I'm rooted for this Queen Mary. Yeah. This drag, I feel like it's the same feeling I had with Volcana last season. I'm like, there's just something about this drag. Mm. Like, I'm just... I'm excited by this. Yeah. Uh, And you know what I also loved? Again, like just echoing what I said earlier about just learning about other drag cultures from around the world. I love that when Sethless walked in, I was able to clock that she was Canary Islands type of drag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Get the shoes, baby. Get the shoes. (laughs) Yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Another moment that I loved when she walked in, uh, I don't know what the context was, but Samantha Ballantyne was like doing that like lewd cunnilingus gesture while Onyx was talking to Oh, yeah. Behind her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That gesture will always make me laugh, Mary, because it is so... So lewd. <laughs> it's so lewd. It's even worse than a blowjob yeah. gesture. Because yeah. the tongue is all like, Argh. Oh my God. It is so, what's the word I'm looking for? It's uh, vivid. It's uh, lurid. Lurid. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's, God, it's just so explicit. Explicit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hear that. And you know, I got to say, and maybe this is an only Mary's discussion, but like, you know, there's, if someone like sends you a picture of their tongue, it's like that's weird. Wait, somebody like, sent you a picture of their tongue? Yeah, or they want you to send a picture of their tongue on like scruff or a grinder or whatever. There's just something of like, oh well, that's weird. It's an it's it, it's sort of an it's an indoor kid. You know, I'm not gonna take a picture of my tongue. I 
I'd be like, do you want to also then see my crowns? Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, then there's that. And it's like, what else do I, do I need to do? Do I need to show you my kneecaps? You know? Like, my parents let me drink soda and eat candy before bed. What do you want from me, Merle? Yeah. You know, I'm just a girly girl. Yeah, I'm just a girly girl who, you know, what do you want from me, Miss Merle? Uh, <laughs> you know? I've never heard of that request. I've only gotten requests back in the day in my youth um, for mm. feet. Like, that one sure. is, I think, yep. pretty common, I guess, these days. Yeah, that one seems kind of like, okay, if you're into that, sure. But the, the, the tongue, I'm like, come on. It's not like a visual element. It, just, it You know, it's it kind of works behind the scenes. Like, don't ask to see the stage manager when you go to see a musical. Just see the musical and trust that the stage manager is doing its job, you know? Oh, Mary, I'm right there with you. And here's another perspective. Is this like a king giving an order? You know, no. uh, I mean, I guess it's all in how you frame it, you know, send but me a picture though, of your tongue, you know, right. peasant. But I, even I, then, I'm like, <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> you're like Megan the Stallion over there. Like, ah, 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 ah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I gagged. Yeah. See, I gagged. See, so, see that? I gagged. Rita Rudner taking a picture of her tongue. <laughs> See, see I gagged. No, it's see that. It's see that. See that? Yeah. I gagged. See that? I gagged. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mary. Let's move over to Kadif. Uh We have um, Estella uh, Extravaganza uh, wearing this, that those really kinky fake lips. The one with the lips. Oh, my God. Now, is it Estella or Estrella? It's Estrella. It's Estrella. 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 But I'm calling her Stella because I'm not good at it. Uh, I'm not because I don't want to fuck it up. So I'm going to practice at home and come back next yeah, episode. Yeah, no, that's okay. That's so this okay. week I'm going to call her Stella. Yeah, but it's Estrella. Uh, uh, Estrella. You, you don't have to say it like croissant. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I used my little like Italian fingers when I said it. So that Estrella. helped. Estrella. Estrella. <laughs> Uh, a curse on someone. So, Mary, I I feel like Estrella is somebody that you are going to fucking love or you are going to fucking hate. Well, my notes say, love this goose in overalls. Oh. I was not sure at first. And then by the end of the episode, I was like, oh, yeah. you're great. Yeah, keep it. You're a hoot. Oh, you're yeah. A fucking, you're a fucking hoot. I and agree. So, I yeah. agree. I think that she would put on a great show. And she is, I mean, I know this is so early, but like the narrator energy that I'm getting this episode. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Like, like it was like, oh boy, we're really kind of, you know, it's just me and Stella this season, this episode, you know? (laughs) You're with us, Stella. All right. Yeah. It's it's going to be such a problem for me. Um, We don't have the soundboard this episode. So maybe when we're using that, you could add that in next to the Helen Hunt. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It'll be, uh, it'll be me doing it, but though not the actual Alanis quote. <laughs> if, if you insist, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll do the Alanis one because it is right on. She does do the, the breathe in at the end of Estella. And she, and I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's one of those Alanis mo- moments where I'm like, all right, well, you got to give it to her. It's her song, but like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. It's Alanis Morissette walked so that Michelle Branch could run. Yeah. Yeah. And is Michelle Branch the one who is making her way downtown? Is she that's walking Vanessa White. No, no, that's Vanessa oh. Carlton. Michelle Branch is the one that goes, um, turn it inside out so I can see. Oh, right. Yeah. 
I still am not sure she's not Michelle Branch, but I'm trusting you. <laughs> That's Michelle think... Branch. Yeah. Climb up that tree, yeah. Mary. Not the Vanessa Carlton. Vanessa Carlton dated the lead singer of Third Eye Blind. And that's why I hate her. Oh, did you? Did, I had a did you huge. Like him? I I mean, he was one of those like celebrities that I joked with my friends, my friend Simona about like, oh yeah, uh, my husband Stephen Jenkins. Do you remember? And I'm sorry, Marys. We'll get back to it. But do you remember? I think it was the Real World New Orleans where they had some event or something with Third Eye Blinds, and then like. He did the, you know, step back off that ledge, my friend. Oh, and then jumper, I think one yeah. Of the, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think one of the girls in the house had, like, a brother or a uh-huh. friend who had committed suicide. Yeah. So she had a moment. Do you remember this? Of Is course this... I remember that. Mary, New Orleans was formative for me. Je suis pédé. Do you, do you, do you remember Je suis pédé? He's Is saying, that from the first episode when he's, yeah. he's not coming out? He's not yeah. coming out, but he's coming out in French. Yes. Uh, we need to do uh, an episode of New Orleans for Mary's Choice. Melissa. Oh, my God. Melissa is an icon. Oh, Melissa my God. Melissa is an icon. You have ski da boo You have the yeah. come on be my baby tonight. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> David, uh-huh. Who could get it, by the way? Oh, David. <laughs> oh, he was he was smooth like country crop. Uh, oh, my God. God. And then you had the Mormons. The, um, oh, I loved her, Julie. Oh my God! And I, he was a Mormon too, wasn't he? The the was, the skinny blonde guy. Oh, this no, he had a girlfriend though. Oh. The skinny blonde guy with the yeah, oh boy, he was a product of a time. Yeah. Oh, uh, but you're right, Julie. I know Julie was the Mormon. I thought that he was too, but I guess not. Um, and then there was the blonde girl. Uh, oh, I loved her. Yeah, she I was loved like her too. She was, she was an, with the mm-hmm. with the the. The other straight dude, the white straight dude. Uh, sorry, the yeah. like the more alpha straight white dude. Yeah, he was hot. He was hot. That. Yeah, yeah. They were all hot. Let's be. They real. were all hot. But no, that blonde one is kind of my. She's my. She's your my muse. Favorite. She's your she's muse. My, <laughs> she's my muse because she's just. When I go back, I'm like, she's my Jocelyn Fox. Keep an eye on her. You know. <laughs> uh, Mary, let's talk about Adora Delano walking in as Pebbles Flintstone. Oh yeah, Bam Bam Bundy. I. <laughs> So this is Tyne Daly's mom, Killer Queen's <laughs> I love mom. Her. Yeah. So that was I love the connection. Killer Queen, Tyne Daly. Mm. Um uh, her mom is heel. <laughs> her mom is heel. Her mom is here. And um I you know, she's one of those people I'm like, okay. And I think sometimes I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot about you. But that happens yeah. these first episodes. Yeah, that, that happens. happens. Ariel Wreck, yeah. uh I benefit was raising an eyebrow to see her in heels, which I thought was just a very interesting read. Um, and who knows where that, if that storyline is going to blossom. They did set up a lot of little feuds this episode, mm. a lot of little, this is a that's that it's like, okay, you know, Helen Hunt. Okay. But uh, in the meantime, we get Marina, the non-binary goddess of Barcelona. Mm. Yes. Um, uh, God X, God X. Oh, well, my translation said, goddess, excuse me. Wow presents plus, call yourself in. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I just think that maybe they need to make a statement. (laughs) Maybe I need to make a statement. I don't know. In their notes app. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In their notes. And they made. Exactly. Exactly. um, Um, Yeah. She looked or they looked great. I think I think she's in drag. I'm going to call her she until corrected. Um, But in drag, she looked 
phenomenal in that blue and white sailor outfit. I just was yeah. feeling what she was putting down. I I love a nautical theme. I you know for some reason what this makes me think of is I think it was the maybe it was the first week of season four when they did the apocalyptic runway and the princess did that like water world. She was like blue and white. Oh. And she had an orange lifesaver on mm. and it was a really cool look. But the judges were like, well, where's the dirt? And I was like, well, she's been in the water. Leave her alone. <laughs> she's clean. <laughs> she's clean. It's salt water, you know. Nautical but, looks are a, uh, a certainly like a birds on the runway, you know. Yeah. Sailors on the runway because there was also, I mean, Katya's look, obviously, I think it's just so iconic. You also go to Bitch Puddin, who was that drowned monster. Uh huh. Episode yeah. two. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, this is right up there. Yeah, yeah, the 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 semen of drag race. Mm, I guess you could call all it. over my tits. List. Yeah, all over my tits. The <laughs> semen of drag race. Only on Only Marys. Uh, um. The so then who is it? Uh, Jota Carajota. Yes, she's a child. She's, she's a child. 18. Oh, is she? Is she the youngest now? Or was that still? Does that still belong in Thailand with uh, what's her face? Oh, uh, that little. I think that uh, little one, M- Morgan. Morgan. I think Morgan was also eighteen. Yeah, but yeah. So maybe so, maybe they're now tied for youngest. They children. are. Yes, yes. They are the you know the babies of Drag Race, mm. and uh, but I mean you know she came in with that tiger you know oh who's apparently the or the mascot. Of season yeah, two, the, yeah. the Ornacea of season two. Her name is Lolita. I thought it was an interesting thing that the show kept labeling her as from Karith, but she always talked about and referenced uh, Yerez de la Frontera. And I, I was like, okay, what is, why is this happening? And I guess from the map that I looked at, and maybe Marys can kind of illuminate why. She says she's from Yeres instead, or from Terra instead of Karith, because it's like more specific. Karith is like the region, so I don't know. It's just interesting that the show doesn't go specific. You consulted a map. I you did your you did your legwork, Mary. I did not, so uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, you know, as, as Maggie Smith once said on Snatch Game, I understood virtually none of the words that came out of your mouth. Mm. So. Someone else did. Uh, and that's, you know, well, and that's on me. To quote Maggie Smith and Sister Act, Boogie Woogie on the piano, what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, next up, we have uh, Marisa Pritza. And I have to say, I knew she was going home the main moment. Oh, I know. In. It's just an energy. You just know when it's just like, oh, sweetie. <laughs> oh, sweetie. <I> <laughs> oh, sweetie. <laughs> Oh, no. Hire Wrong cutie. Door. Yeah, I was yeah. Say. <laughs> um, well, Mary, we we skipped over the the drama set up be- between Estella and Yota. Uh, they, oh, they, I, I did not take note of it. There Sorry, was there was some drama between them. Apparently, uh, Yota called Estrella and her like drag sisters frog queens. And okay. then Estrella got really mad. Oh, no, no, no. I'm so sorry. That's between Diamante and Jota, not Estrella. But Estrella yes. and Jota know each other. There seemed like there was some tension. So lots of tension. Um, so it seems like Jota's going to be kind of a, I don't know. There's going to be some reckoning. 
We shall see. Because so, she's, you know, yeah. she doesn't got a lot of friends in the room. Uh, but meanwhile, you know. Marissa uh, Parisa. Marisa, yeah. Marisa Parisa. <laughs> Marisa Pizza. A, pr- a pre-owned <laughs> least. Marisa Parisa. <laughs> Oh, the pre-owned least Marisa Pizza. <laughs> um, she brought peppers. A lot of know? miles on her, you know. You don't get a lot of miles on her. Got some crumbs in the trunk. You might want to vacuum out. Marisa Pizza. Marisa Pizza. But she'll get you where you need to go. Oh, yeah, for sure. She seemed yeah. like a little sweetie dotty. And it was clear that they're just it, it wasn't at the same level as everybody else. And there was just, there was a vibe that I think there was just an energy. I can't put my finger on it. I guess I just don't want to be mean, but there was just a vibe of someone who was just like, she didn't, she, she wasn't giving me like the star quality of yeah. like a Simone. Yeah. You know what I mean? She wasn't living in it yet. Like yeah, you there, even saw that on the runway. It was, it seemed like she was just kind of putting it on. She, she really wasn't, uh, had not adapted yet to the cameras. Yeah, she was like a curmudgeonly alone of early. <laughs> Which is... Porn <laughs> sound, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, man, taking, uh, you know... <laughs> what's what's the word? Pit shots? What's the word? Uh, Hot cheap, shots? Cheap shots, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, there was an energy that I was like, huh, all right, well, we'll see. Um, yeah. She, she described herself as a Beverly Hills trophy wife. And I thought that was a stretch. <laughs> yeah, I thought no, honey. <laughs> no, I don't know if you know what hills you're in, but they are not alive. They have eyes. <laughs> they have eyes, and the eyes can clearly see that you're not uh, in Beverly Hills. <laughs> We're all Silent so. Hill at this point. <laughs> yeah, she's a Beverly Hills participation trophy wife. <laughs> You're doing beautiful, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, doing great. Hey, everyone gets a ribbon at the end, right? You know? <laughs> well, and she did give us a ribbon, didn't she? <laughs> well, and I was going to say, boy, did that pan out. She did get a big old ribbon. God. Got a ribbon and a condom. It was really a two for one. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Mary, let's move on to Diamante Mary Brown. May Brown, right? May Brown. M E R Y, Mary. Mary? Oh, is there an R in there? Yeah. My, oh, all right, Mary Brown. Refuses. Oh. All right, Mary Brown. Yes. I, I love the name Diamante. Oh, like Diamante. So, yeah. Diamante. I feel like it's the name. Okay. So this has been this thing that's like, this is. A, so have you ever felt like there are names, like, if you, like, you could say a name and you go, God, that sounds like someone I know but I don't know that person, but it just sounds like someone I know. Does that like that, but it's, but I'll Google it. We're all like search on Facebook. I'm like, no, I don't know her. Yeah. And that's so, happened to me. Sure. So I've had that where I was like, do I know someone named Jessica Diamante? Did I go to school with a Jessica mm. Diamante? I went to school with a lot of Jessicas and I never did, but that is totally the name of a girl that I would go to school with. It would be the name of a girl in the early 90s in New Jersey, Jessica Diamante. Jessica she Diamante, would go, yeah. She would go to Catholic school, yeah. Mm, what sport did she play? Because she wasn't in acting. Jessica Diamante, I think she she didn't get into sports until high school, this, this character. But I think she either did 
think she probably did at least a season of long distance cross country. Okay. And softball then, too. I mean, I know that I'm I'm thinking of Diamante on the show, a, but she did a summer softball thing. It did not work out. I think she just kept bouncing around. She did volleyball for a couple seasons. I think she did not get into the field hockey team with Ugathio, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. And now I'm talking, I feel like I'm talking about the character of Diamante here. But no, this this fictional Jessica Diamante who I went to school with, I don't really know it, but I know that she didn't, this is someone who did not leave the town that she grew up in, or she lives like a town over. Okay. All right. Well, this Diamante ha- is the one with the drama. Excuse me for misspeaking earlier uh, and blaming it on Estrella, but it mm. is in fact Diamante. Um, with the frog queen retaliating and on social media and, and all of that. And to be honest with you, I don't have enough facts of the situation. Um, I, I, it seems like uh, Jota is not happy to see Diamante. So something's going to go down. She called her and her friends frogs. Okay. Uh, you know, this is, you know, unlike Jessica Diamante, this is someone who did leave their hometown. Diamant- Diamante is from the Dominican Republic, mm. and her aspiration is to be a donut bumper. And I just what feel that like mean? that. What does that mean? I guess it's like, I think she'd explain it, but I imagine it's like a stripper who's like, Somewhat Mary's out there. Can you, this is this is where we toss the ball to you. Please get, enlighten us on what a donut bumper is. A donut bumper. <laughs> uh, I think it's that thing you sit on when you've got hemorrhoids. <laughs> that's what I thought too. Donut bumper right? plates. I'm getting donut. Pl- oh, donut bumper. Donut bumper is a uh, a lesbian quotations. Uh, uh, describing a homosexual woman insinuating that she humps other females' crotches. So she wants to be a lesbian. Mary's way in. I mean, she did play softball on the runway, so, you know. <laughs> Stereotype. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, then we get um, another very interesting queen who I think was very lucky this week, if I'm being honest, which, you know, put a pin in that, Mickey. Um, Mary, how are you saying her name this week? Oh, toss it to me. <laughs> okay, so I I feel like it's Chirichi. Jury G. But I might call her Churchy or Church's Chicken or Jumanji. Jumanji or Jurgens or and listen, everybody's names get butchered. This is not just that I can't say Spanish girls' names, everyone's name gets butchered. This is so, true. Uh you know, you're like a Long Island m- mother, you know. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. This is just M Stones, you know? Um Jury G is what I'm gonna say this week, Jury G. Uh and if I don't say Jury G, I'll probably say Jumanji, but I say Jurigi, Dare Klee. Um, I I love the quote, don't piss off my pussy. I haven't put it in yet. Um I I love this energy coming in. She I so <clears throat> I this is one of those, it's another one of those people, I hate to say it. It's like, who does she look like? Particularly in drag in this entrance, there's a spooky little sister energy, but there's also this like there's she looks like some kind of dark haired actress with bangs and it's not like Kristen Ritter, but it's close. You is know? it is it like a a younger Selma Blair? It's sort of that, but there's this like pixie kind of quality with her face where I'm like, 
it goes a little reachy, you know, a little Christina uh-huh. reachy. Okay. And so I just need someone to help. Like, who am I seeing? You mm. know. Well, you know who I'm seeing, and I want to see a lot more of is Sharon. Oh, Sharon is a lovely 46-year-old guy you meet on OkCupid in uh, 2012. I know. You know what I mean? I know. Oh, my God. I love him. I love yeah, her. I, Absolutely. I definitely, I definitely met Sharon on Manhunt once. <laughs> Absolutely. Lovely. Lovely energy. Um, and Sharon's kind of Sharon, 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 Sharon. Let's get used to it. Is... Um, is kind of the the uh, the expert in the room is the you know she does everything and uh, yeah I hope I hope they don't give her uh, an enormous gene edit I hope that doesn't happen I I know that on the runway they they were like look you took a risk coming on here a lot of kind of like seasoned older queens don't come on this show because they don't want to like tarnish their career or be put down in any way. And I, they praised her because they're like, you did great. You can do everything. Um, and I just hope that continues for her. I hope that she is like a Bianca. Me too. Yeah, I, I really like her. Um, and there's someone that she looks like out of drag, but I feel like put a pin in that. I'll figure it out or I'll bring it to next week. But there is a guy that she looks like. Got it. But we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll grab your panties, Mary Fanny. Oh, I'm grabbing them. I'm grabbing them. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I have to name this that when Supreme pops on the screen, this all, you know, some of this is, I think the, the subtitles were wrong, but I was like, girl, if you're going to, if you're going to make the reference, make the reference. But she's like, like Caroline said in Poltergeist, I'm here. No, she didn't. <laughs> no, she didn't. A, it's Caroline and two, it's there here. <laughs> You know, put some respect. The I'm was in brackets, Mary. (laughs) No, uh, it's it was not correct. You know, I would do I would be doing wrong by Joe Beth Williams if I didn't correct this poltergeist misquote. Good for you, Mary. Good for you. I'm glad for you. Uh, Yeah, Supreme comes back. Happy to see Supreme again. Love her. Uh, Mm -hmm. And she introduces the main challenge and the mini challenge. Yeah, and I do, you know, one thing is if they ever did a prequel movie about the, what was the, the name of the guy who owns the, the Toy Story in Home Alone 2? She's given me his energy. Oh, Duncan's Toy Chest. Duncan, Mr. Duncan. Supreme is giving me like a little bit of Mr. Duncan. Okay, two turtle doves, yes. Two turtle doves, Dose turtle yeah. doves, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I wish I, yeah, I wish I knew how to say turtle doves. I'll look it up. Turtle Great. Turtle doves in Spanish. Uh, you, you go on. Uh, you know, big shout out to, I think, the first Trans Pit crew member. I did not know this until... You know, Pink News pointed it out on um, the internet somewhere. But uh, I thought there was one on American Drag Race. Oh, I feel like, okay. Uh, there was a, a trans guy on there as well. I don't remember. But uh, just to to satisfy our question, uh, two turtle doves would be dos tortolas. Tortolas. Dos tortolas. Okay. Uh, like so pigeons. anyway. Okay. Like dos turtle pigeons almost. Okay. Yeah, probably. Right. Maybe. Um, uh, interesting. Uh, well, anyway, uh, we also learn about Gloria Trevi. Have you heard of her before? You know, it. the name was like vaguely familiar, but I have not. I, you know, my, we'll get to her, but my takeaway was like, oh, this is what we wanted Shania Twain to be I know. on season 10 or whatever, 11. Yeah. Yes. Like having... A blast. Yeah, she was a hoot and a fucking half. I really liked her. Yeah, and she had a great song. 
Um, oh, yeah. 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 Ugh. It was great. So uh, we get this nude photo shoot, you know, just some highlights from this little mini challenge. I, I thought it was very fun, but I wanted to just comment on Mista, the photographer. He's the guy that answers the door after sending you fake pics and you go in anyway and you say, well, you're cute. You know, you don't need to use fake pics. Right. Like these are these are from like an Atlantis cruise you went on in like 2004, you know, because right. he had such a fantastic beard. He he was so well. He just he had his look down. He knew I, he knew he was great. I was I was very happy to see him and to say nothing of the two pit crew members who were holding the fans. I was like, well, who are you who and your friend? You? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I a, a great quote that I think I want to just like steal. Diamante says, the only move that exists for me is whore. Yeah, that was I, I had the same thought. I thought that is put that on a throw pillow. That's not just a tote bag. Mm-mm. That's put it on a throw pillow. Absolutely. Yeah. Put it in every language. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't take many notes on the photo shoot, but I did enjoy. Oh, no, maybe I did. I took uh, I enjoyed it. You know, Stella's boobs, obviously. Um, and Marina's Act One gun. You know, they oh. bring in the bring in the crotch out, mm. you know, for the mini and the maxi challenge. Mm. Like that and, crotch. Uh, yeah. I had to look up what bism meant. Yeah, so one of our Marys, I, I I mentioned like on Instagram, but one of our Marys is sort of has been a Drag Race España correspondent who did send us a message on Instagram with some some tidbits I should have reread so I'd be more well read, but did say that Bizum was like the PayPal of Spain. Yes, I saw it was like Venmo. Yeah. Yes. So Bizum. Um, Bizum. And uh, yeah, I I did like that Onyx said I'm literally talking to a fuck a dead girl. I feel like Onyx mm. staring out into the camera while they were like loving on her was, you know, special. Oh, Mary. <laughs> yeah. That was um, that, I mean, that was telling me everything I needed to know about Onyx's drag. Like, yeah, it was there like, was oh, some darkness. There. Yeah. There, yeah, that was some like Dragula shit, you know? Yeah. Now, help me understand why, according to Samantha, Pit Crew sounds like Rice Krispies. I don't understand Samantha. Half pit Crew. The time, pit Crew. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't I was know. Like, what, in, a, in a way, like in an onomatopoeia kind of way, I could hear Pit. Pit sounding like the crackle of of Rice Krispies. Okay, maybe. Yeah, no, I think Samantha Ballantyne's is zany, Mary. Like, I think she's wild. I think it's... poopy. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's... But I think it's... God, there's another energy in, like, New York. It's like... uh, It's almost like Yuha Hamasaki. Like, it's just... Like, they're... Like, she's on a different plane. And just, like, maybe, like... A couple tablespoons of Anita Wiglet. Okay, okay, I can see this. I can see this. There's a, there are a couple in there that I just a few, just a couple. Um, did you have any other thoughts on the mini challenge? No, it, you know it was a it was a great photo shoot. Uh, there wasn't anything really that stood out to me except for the Di- Diamante quote, and then also Samantha pulling Supreme on top of her and the pit crew members. I enjoyed that too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, uh, there's like this transition between the mini challenge to like them announcing the winner, and it's their like little feet, these like little tootsies, like mm. running across, like in from from both directions, and it very much reminded me of Center Stage. It felt like oh. a Center Stage shot. Oh, that music! Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, little tootsies, you know. <laughs> All those little tootsies. Working out those shoes. Uh, all right. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yes, we have a 
uh, social justice type of corner. We we learn a little bit more about some of these queens, um, you know, Marissa. Uh, what, what do we call her? Marissa Pizza? <laughs> Marissa Prius. Yeah, Marissa Pizza. Yeah, the pre-owned least <laughs> Marissa Pizza. Yeah. Um, she's talking about how she went home to her hometown during the pandemic, which, you know, I thought was an interesting, probably an Only Marys or a nuanced discussion about, like, just that experience of, like, oh, my God, now I have to kind of dim my light a little bit while I'm here. Uh, it's just an interesting experience, especially now. Like you go after college or you go away for college or away for 10 years and then you have to come back to your little hometown after flying free and, you know, sucking dick in alleys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It, it, yeah. it's, a, it's a different energy. But the the topic that I thought was very interesting to me was this idea of being, you know, a beauty doll-like perfection in drag versus for lack of a better term, everything else. You mean, don't be pretty, don't be pretty, don't be pretty. Mary, don't be pretty, don't be pretty. It made me think about going to a local drag show and how I don't think shows like Drag Race where the bar is for perfection. Like you're on a very high stage and you're being kind of, you're scrutinized and picked apart and it allows drag fans and also new people coming into the drag world to expect that type of drag when that's not really always the point. The expectation is like almost too high now. And I feel like I want a performer who is doing drag. I don't need it to be perfection, right? Unless it's like, I don't know, a main stage show, sure. Do something that's like perfect. But I, I really just want to be entertained and a look is only going to entertain me for so long. So was this something they talked about in the workroom? I No, I'm kind of just like extrapolating the idea okay. of like, you know, them talking about doll-like perfection and drag and how uh, I, f- I f- even forget who said it, but they were like, yeah, I can't do that anymore. Like, that's not what I want to go for. I think we've kind of talked about that. Like a lot of people go to drag shows now with the lens of like, well, I have to see if the look is a toot or a boot, mm-hmm. you know? I have to decide if she won that lip sync. And it's like, oh, those things don't exist. They only exist on that show, you know? Yeah, you only need one wig per show, Mary. You know, like, like we're, the, the, the fans don't have any right to ask for more. That's what, that's my thoughts, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, just ask Monet. She made a whole career of, of having one wig. Correct. Uh, what else came here? There was, uh, oh, uh, obviously, you know, bisexuality came out, uh, the trans experience, um, family being fundamental. Like, I also got that from these stories, this episode, that, like, everybody's family was pretty supportive. Yeah, I guess, yeah, we didn't really get any, like, my parents kicked me out stories um, from any of the queens this week. Yeah. Um, and then an important reminder uh, in this discussion that you know when you find out that someone is trans don't ask them about their private parts like like just don't like that is not a question you don't ask them if they got surgery yeah it is that is a weird like and i think somebody in the room says like the way things are now you don't in order to live as a woman or live as non-binary or live as trans surgery is not this like prerequisite in order to like have that experience you know yeah it's an important it's just an important reminder on a big scale stage you know where cis people are starting to watch or you know straight people i don't know i just think that 
we need these reminders. Yeah, let me. What do you got down there? What do you got? Let me see. Yeah, let me see what it is. What do you got down there? I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta know. I gotta know. I gotta know what you got down I there. Gotta think Come about on. it later. <laughs> oh man, I'm. I gotta know. <laughs> God. Uh, well, we get a huge, huge runway, Mary. There's so many looks. There's so many looks. I mean, and of course, we get some familiar faces. We get the hobbies. And I need to just name, and I don't even know if I fully understand it, but we'll probably spend the season exploring this, is the there is a button that Javier Calvo pushes for me. There's a certain, there's a, it's not just like, it's like so like rooted. And I don't know what it is yet, but he just hits a fucking button. I know. I, Mary, oh God, the fantasies, I, uh, for with both of them, but especially him. I don't know. There's there is a little button there. Yeah, there's a thing, and it's like it's not just about masculinity. It's not just about looks. Height. It's not just. Mm-hmm. A, it's not about that even at all because he's sitting. You know, it's like, but it's like there's something. You know, it's kind of like Angelica Houston. She's a she's a. You know, she's a an amalgamation of very strong features that come together to create an Angelica Houston. But I couldn't tell you which one of those features is the most Angelica Houston, you know? Got it. And so I'm having that of like, it's a whole bunch of things and it's probably something else that I don't even see, you know? I love it. Uh, let's talk about these runway looks. Um, I, I, I don't know. You want to talk about some highlights, lowlights? Yeah. I mean, one thing I can say is that the, the first runway, which was the representing, you know, someone from their hometown, Mm. um, this, you know, can you feel the love, you know, RuPaul runway song. I associate so strongly with drag race UK that like, I can't hear it without seeing like bag of chips doing the much better arm, Mm. you know, like. It's so a part of that in, in the same way that at this point that, you know, that sound cue from Drag Race Thailand is always going to be from Drag Race Thailand. I hear you. You know, what's interesting. You're bringing up kind of like what cues make you think of now after the Moulin Rouge uh, Rousical, now with the two, 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 the moon, I think of Leland. Yeah. And Saltine. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, and you know, what's funny Thinking of that, I think adrenaline. I think of Thorgy Thor ah. in Bitch Perfect. Yes, you know? I yeah. I love. And then I think of Naomi Smalls. Right, it's like that, and then Naomi. Uh-huh. Um, yes, I I love that vocal. I love that vocal of adrenaline so much. Yeah. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, well. Uh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so other than the music, you know, the the. I mean, I think for the first runway, the one that I've like overshadowed a lot of the others was the marina moment oh with the hat yes that was the, the reveal yes what did they call that a gesture of freedom the gesture of freedom and it was referring to and i meant to do the research you looked at a map did you do the research on the the origin story of this this woman who had walked up las ramblas and just you know was showing off her bits yes yeah, so, not even a woman so, i don't even know if it's a woman well yeah so it's um las ramblas you know is a street right yeah it's like a main thoroughfare yeah it's like times square essentially like it is like where all the tourists go and and yeah there was like this moment here i did not do the research enough to know who this woman was but i'm assuming that it's a okanya um painting 
that was it was like an, a Jose Ocaña painting, and so I think it was portraying this woman doing this, or this person, I should say, doing this gesture of freedom. But you know, I'll do my Wikipedia later, or our Espana Marys right in. Yes, I'm gonna try to just do a quick little search here uh, to see it. Uh, well, while you're looking up that, I'll, and we can circle back, but I do want to say one thing that jumped out to me as well on the runway was uh, Churichi, Church's Chicken, Churchy, uh, on the runway, at least in the first one, she had such strong pearl energy, not mm. to be confused with the chin strap that, you know, earlier from Benefits, but there was just this really cool... Oh, Mary, I'm sorry. I have to stop you. I found the painting. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm just gagging. This is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Mary, okay. Mary, this is worth it. If you're listening to this, and Colin, you should do this right now, just Google Okanya or Okana Sin, S-I-N-T-I-T-U-L-O. Well, look at that. Just walking around with her, with her <laughs> junk hanging out. Good for her. Uh, she's just, you know, free balling it these days. And look at all those hot guys. Ugh. All these, like, just walking around her casually. Ugh. There's, like, a Jinx Monsoon quality to her face. Yeah, I could see that. Do you Absolutely. see that? I don't know. Yeah. There's, like, this, uh, I just see, like, in the nose. Oh, this painting. I can't believe this. Well, I think that was, for me, that was definitely uh, the moment. Yes, that was like a huge moment in this one. I also, um, I wanted to just point out when Jirigi came out, I, I did my research on Agatha Ruiz de la Prada, and I just wasn't really getting this, and her star fell off. One of the stars fell off her dress. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you better staple that shit to your ear, girl. I just, I, remember. I, I probably wouldn't have put her safe. I don't think she should have been in the bottom to lip sync, but like that was, that that was a big mistake, and I'm surprised that they kind of let that slide. I I wonder if maybe her her sea pussy in the next runway kind of, even though I don't, I think that look was. There wasn't much more uh-huh. than the mollusk itself. I don't know. It or, you know, some, yeah. Yeah, it was an idea. But um, maybe it was her pearl vibes. Maybe it was the pearl in her clam. Come that out they of your shell. She came out of her shell. I mean, I, I it, it can't be as bad as, uh, I guess, well, this is where we got Marisa's ribbon and, more importantly, Supreme's face when Marisa oh, came out. disdain. Yes. Absolute disdain, disgust. I mean, it was like when Milk came out dressed as, as male Rue, workroom Rue, and the lights flashed on her eyes, and we were supposed to believe that Rue was furious. <laughs> oh, this is what this was. And I just, I got to say, as much as Rue can do that look, that look, I feel like Supreme, she, she could she could give you some fucking ice if she wants to. She put some ice in that cup if you want. We saw it when she left the workroom, Mary, uh, after yelling at 
was it Dovima? Inti. Oh, Inti, yes. I think about that. I was thinking about that while I was watching this. I'm like, remember when that bitch went to the workroom in full drag? She's not wearing sweatpants. And the way that she had to hike up her dress a little bit to walk out like a queen. Oh, mm. God. I fucking mm. loved it. Oh, I fucking loved it. Uh, Diamante, I think, is also notable for me. She had the cannons on her tits and like the dress hoop skirt skeleton. Uh, I also wrote down Vivian Westwood, red and black plaid. Um, I don't know. Vivian I, Westwood. I love a gag. I love a gag. Yeah. She had confetti coming out of her tits. Like, you know, cannons for tits. That's great. Yeah, I. Th- it did feel a little bit like Asia's Butterflies. Oh, like, ooh, I that, see. I see. I wanted a little bit more kaboom. Yeah, but... you can say the same about Onyx's water. You know, I mean, they loved it. I, you know... Um, I liked hearing that Madrid has great water. Mm. You know, Spain marries. You know, can you confirm nor deny? <laughs> uh, but you know, and I feel like you know, I, I I think you had said maybe at the top of the episode that there was a a pizza queen for you. I did maybe identify my pizza queen this runway. Was it Drag Sethless? Well, it wasn't, but I fucking loved those cats. I was like, oh, my God, the cat. You're a cat. I loved the appreciation of cats. And and she was a person that feeds all the cats that come up to her. She's a cat lady. That was a a great look. So she doesn't have to be pizza. She's just a great look. She's a great look. For me, it was Stella because when she tripped and then she turned and and looked over her shoulder and waved her little paw, that was so funny to me. And I was like. Pizza. That's pizza. Uh, put it on the pizza. The look wasn't great, but no, I was, was charmed by yeah, her. It was you fine. Know? I was charmed by her too. I also yeah. appreciated the opera diva moment, uh, the Montserrat Caballé, Caballé uh, with Sharon. Um, you know, I, mm. I when she opened the caftan to that city scene, you know, there was there was a drag element to it. It, w- it wasn't just fashion, you know, and so much of these runways nowadays on Drag Race any season are so focused on being just so fashion forward and not bringing the drag element all the time, which is why I, why I also appreciated um, Benedict. Uh, Benedict. Uh, what do you call her? Uh, Benefit. Benefits. Benefit um, Mandouche. What did she... What she did had she the wear? boxy like hair like Princess Leia. She was Lady of Elche. Elche. Oh, yeah. I uh, I think if I was going to take a note, I was like, maybe I'd call her Golda My Ears, mm. but then I didn't write it down. It. So... There goes my gold in my ear joke for the season, oh you God. know. <laughs> uh, the next w- was symbol of your hometown. And I don't know. I love these types of runways. Uh, there's just something mm-hmm. that it, it gets so close to childhood. And that kind of makes me excited. Well, and I think it's a really clever idea as like these runways are meant to introduce us to you because it's something that they can, that's both like, Honestly, I guess universal. Like anyone can know, can see these symbols, but you can also then like bring your personal take on it. And but you can still judge it based on how much are you representing the original inspiration, or in what way are you representing the original inspiration? Mm. So it gives them kind of like an objective place to judge these looks from beyond just like the construction and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's like, are can I see these ideas that we all know of? You know? Yeah. Right. Is this a reference that I can kind of see? Uh, right. What does it right. make sense? Yeah. I the the one for me, and this I think was for everybody was Onyx. I mean, it was such a fucking moment. Yeah. It was such a fucking moment. It was so cool. I love their reaction. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Leave it to you know you got Calvo with the hands on the face. You know what I mean? Uh, like, are these fingers of Drag Race? I don't know. Oh you know? my god! It no, it was 
absolutely fantastic. And imagine being like a guest judge and getting to see this. Yeah, Gloria was having a great day of like, what? Is this what you guys are doing here? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, um, you know, I I just, I like, I feel like I can't believe we never heard the joke Pamela Anderson mm. on regular drag race. So that made me feel good. Mm. And minor tangent, but uh, what's her snake? Samantha made me think of this, that like um, my default drag name is Barbara Please, but with the shell on her head, I thought Shelly Summers would be a great drag name. So Shelly Winters, Shelly Summers. Oh, Shelly Summers. And her drag daughter is Shelly Spring. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's, you know, uh, but maybe in the family it's Shelly Summers, Box Spring. You oh, know, yeah. Uh, and you don't want Shelly to fall. No, no. Well, that would be, that's just, you know, one name, Autumn. Autumn. And it's A W T U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Autumn. 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 <laughs> It's autumn. Uh, <laughs> audit them. <laughs> yeah. Audit them. Yeah. How many you want to fuck? Autumn. 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 <laughs> what did you think of Marina's look with the spikes for hair? It was like the a Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona. Yes. It was, I liked, you know, she described as she was doing the runway, you know, we got the, talk, the over, you know, the, the talking head of like, or, you know, the narration of what the look was inspired by. And so... I thought it was like an interesting art project of in a minimalist kind of way of representing Barcelona. Mm. And and then on its own without the message, I thought like it was cool. It had like a Sasha Valor energy. Yes. I wrote Sasha Valor as well. You know, I, I get what they're saying. Like it, maybe it didn't make too much sense, but I don't know. And, and maybe she had to explain it for me to really understand it. But when she said, you know, the, the legs kind of represent my C and my hair is the spikes, and that's Barcelona. And I remember when I went to Barcelona that one of like the big kind of ideas in that city is that the city is between the mountains and the sea. And you get the mountains, and then you get the sea. And that's like a big part of it. And that's what I saw in this look, and I love that. Well, you know what they say, never underestimate the sea. The sea. The say. The say. <laughs> Because you might find a sea pussy in there. You might get uh, Churchy's big muscle. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I love the reveal. And I uh, love that she fingered herself. Like, it was all really a great performance. And at the end of the day, I was like, yeah, yeah but, you know, Sharon had, yeah, Sharon had birds on the runway. I was going to say, do Sharon's pigeons count as birds of drag race? Absolutely. Thank God, because those pigeons were like... They were freaking out. Oh, they were. It was like a Hitchcock runway. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Uh, <gasps> a right. Hitchcock I runway, man. I know. I, I just at the same time, I had the same thought of, uh, oh, my God. We've seen that before where the birds are attacking a queen. I feel like I feel like we've seen that. Yes. There there have been like some crows. And I think, you know, uh, Acid Betty had birds coming out of her as Madonna. Yeah, but like it was specifically like the birds are attacking me. I think Joe Black had bird poop oh, in the Brighton look. Oh, maybe it's Joe Black. I think it's Joe Black. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love but, this. Yeah. Inf important birds of runway. I love uh, this. Birds of runway. Birds of drag race. Birds on the runway. Birds on the runway. Uh, yeah. So, um, and I love that, you know, I guess maybe that's all my thoughts on those. Did you have any other thoughts on these looks? Uh, no. I don't think I'll remember others, uh, if I'm yeah. being honest. You know, there were so many. It was, it was hard to stand out. Uh, and from there, I mean, I... I think my only real note was that, you know, Gloria thought that 
Marina was showing off a latex penis, which is understandable given that's very in vogue now for all the male nudity to be nudity to be latex penises. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see the uncensored version on Reddit? I did not. Oh, it was even more impactful. Really? Could, like see it all. It was great. Oh, High recommend. Okay, I will look yeah. it up. I will look it up. The uncensored version, I'm assuming, is like aired in Spain. I guess so. Yeah, I guess that's what it was. But I saw. Um, I saw that penis and it just with that it was like oh the whole energy of this does kind of hinge on the penis in that it like that's that not that the whole you know it's, you know what I mean yeah it's no like, I get what you mean by censoring you're taking away the whole fucking yeah. point yeah you know no I, mean? I totally get what you mean Mary I totally yeah. get it it's it's really unfortunate yeah um, but... in so many ways right uh, like I just feel like that's a huge statement you know in other contexts too you know um, to like yeah. to censor, uh, to censor that statement, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's not like she like was violent on live television or anything. No, you know? and it wasn't like sexual. The fact that they're calling it a gesture of freedom and they're censoring it just on a drag show, you know, in a Volvo, so I can put food on yeah. the damn table. Um, and is a pre-owned Marisa Prisa. Marisa Prisa, who, you know, I, you got to give it to Sam. Um, Samantha, first of all, I have to call this out, was taking off her gloves at the start of this lip sync. Oh, yes. I mean, <clears throat> this lip sync, I, I had kind of assumed that, you know, Sammy Baby was going to was going to turn this one out. But that's something to chart is like when we talked about this with like legs in the air, legography gets you the win. Mm. Like how often does dramatically taking your gloves off? mean that you're gonna win this shit yeah I, you know the other thing that she did was i mean well they took everything off and sometimes this comes off as messy but the judges seemed to really love it and she was being comedic it reminded me a little bit of the episode one season three lip sync between uh venus delight and shangela but like less violent less uncomfortable oh god that was so you know, uncomfortable no one threw any wigs at anybody in the safe zone but it was like there was shit everywhere and no one had a wig on and uh, i mean it it was you know yeah it's a little bit messy but i also was like well the judges seem to be having a good time so yeah and if you have i you know, the, when the conch fell in front of her face, I was like, yikes. But yeah. she seemed to make it funny. They laughed at it. It was it looked like it was on purpose. I don't know if that was like the editing or what. But I when you have so much shit on and you want the freedom to just move, you do have to take it off. Yeah. Well, you know, just ask Milan. Yeah. Sooner or later, she you're going to have to sell it. Yeah. yeah, sooner or later you're going to have to take it off. So Mar- Marissa, Marisa Pritza, you know, unlike the first out of season one, the Macarena, who had such a funny exit, mm. you know, uh, Marisa is a really a bummer exit. <laughs> she was like, oh, geez, all this for nothing. Oh, geez. Ay, Dios mío. Yeah, that was a bit of a bummer. But, you know, 
We'll Ugh. see you at the finale, girl. Yeah, Marissa Pizza. We, you know, we had to we had to bring the car back. <laughs> we did. This was really just a rental for the week, you know. <laughs> weekend, uh, even we, Mary. It wasn't weekend, even a week, see, girl. Yeah, yeah. She was a Hertz rental car. Yeah. Uh, I just needed to get some groceries. Now I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> this was just we were going to Costco to do a big shop, you know. Uh, you know, I just moved into my new place, and uh, IKEA's pretty far. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. We had to do a bit of a run. Got ourselves a couple of Malms. Got a lap table or two <laughs> yeah uh I, I i i wish we got to know a little bit more she seemed kind of like a sweet little goose especially when you know she was talking in the workroom of like yeah i don't really know anybody here but i know her from socials so i kind of just gravitated towards her i think it was sharon um you know there's a sweet energy there uh but you know somebody has to go home yeah, yeah, some of them is going home. You it know? makes me think, sorry to like uh, just speak a little bit longer on somebody going home the first episode. I mean, it it's 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 an old shoe and it's a good shoe. It fits, right? And it's fine to send somebody home each week. You don't always need these gags. You just need a great cast. And I don't know, it's okay that somebody went home first. It's literally how this game works. <laughs> Like, it's literally what they just they sign up to go home one by one, you know? Yep. And that's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, no matter how sweet they are. Yeah. You know? uh, well, I'm excited to keep learning more about season two of Spain. Um, get more of the hobbies. Obviously, Anna Loking being hilarious and supreme. Uh, this is a good start. I, I, I have to say it was a good start. And I'm glad that I have that feeling now and not of like, all right, here we go again. You know? No, I know exactly what you mean. I feel like this is a great cast. I have a good feeling. I think there's a lot of cool drag, a mm-hmm. lot of good personalities, a lot of cute boys. And I love this judges panel. So, mm. Mm. you know, yeah. Just love so, it. Two turtle doves. You yes, know? two turtle doves, Mary. Uh, well, yeah. Marys, we are going to leave it there. If you have any thoughts on Drag Race Spain, episode one of season two, you can reach out to us at All Right Mary Pod at on Instagram or you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary and if you want I am on Instagram at Johnny also and of course you can hear even more of me and my other two podcasts in the details a celebration of nuance or best supporting podcast a celebration of best supporting actresses and you can get more of me on Instagram at Drucker underscore. And of course, if you want to continue getting these recaps of Drag Race España Season 2, as well as Nuance, the R.A. Mary After Show, where we just continue the discussion on Season 14, or even more at our Only Mary's level, where we are doing Mary's choice of movies and shows and all sorts of shit that are exactly what you want to hear. What a way to sell it. It's all at patreon.com slash allrightmary. All right, Mary. Well, we have a last chance lip sync this week. I think it's only appropriate to do the fabulous, fabulous duet that was referenced on the runway this week between Freddie Mercury, who showed up in somebody's hair, <laughs> in Sharon's hair with opera diva Montserrat Caballé. Uh, this is Barcelona or Barcelona. I could see two queens doing this song, this being fabulous. Mm-hmm. Maybe even Lady Camden. Maybe even Lady Camden and Sharon, and they're going to do it on International All-Stars. Yeah, exactly. So get ready for that. 
All right, Mary. Well, enjoy Mary's, and we will see you next week. Tutsies.